אוי נמה שקדמה שקדם. אוי נמה שקדמה שקדם. זה זה? אוי נמה שקדם? שקדמה שקדם. שקדם. שקדם שקדם. מה זה אומר? Thank you. Thank you so much for fitting it in. I know that we have a little bit of an entourage here that came along and just, uh, it was kind of last minute, that kind of thing, getting you on, on the show yeah, pretty I, quickly. Uh, yeah, I have a flight from tomorrow. That's why I was, it's a little busy for me You're today. You're a busy guy. So yeah. it's like, I want to let everyone know that. Uh, so what's your official title with Van Horn? I'm a president of the Van Horn. President Van Horn. And then you took over how far back now we talking uh, about? Six years ago. And then Van Horn's almost, it's 50 years old. Yeah. Uh, We are celebrating 50 years on last August. Okay. Uh, when I first come to this country, I was working for Van Horn too. And, uh, What position? Uh, as a size super. And in uh, 2017, and I started by the companies. Then they called me. They want to... Yeah. Okay, so you're getting way ahead of me. Like, let me just... Okay, quick shout out. Northman t-shirt. I'm wearing them. They were recently on the show. I wear a different company's t-shirt every time I do a show. That's the reason why I just do a shout out to them. Check out the TCL link tree for many great and exclusive offers from Black Ladder, Box Gobbler, Bunky Life, Zepp's Gear, and Mud Mixer. And many more offers being added to the tree each week. And don't forget to check out our own TCL shop where you can get official TCL tees, hoodies, caps, espresso cups, and more. It's great being a TCL listener. Uh, but I want to let everybody know that we have, it's, Ze- it's pronounced Zeki, right? Zeki. Zeki, and its last name is pronounced? M-E-R-T. It's pronounced Mert? Mert. Mert, okay. Yes. Uh, Van Horn Construction Limited, and it's www.vanhorn.ca. And uh, I don't want to give up your cell number. Do you want to give up your cell number or the company? I don't mind. Number? You don't mind your cell number? No, I don't You're mind. You're that approachable as a president. Okay, well, uh, I'll give it up if you want. 647-554-4748. <laughs> Sorry, what was that again? 4748. 4748. And then his email is zmert at vanhorn.ca. And then find them on IG at vanhorn.ca. Um, it was interesting that you, you started off off mic saying that Van Horn's been around since 1973. We recently had Altera in here, and they started in 1973. And it got me thinking... Was there something going on in Toronto or in Canada in the early 70s? Was there like a huge construction boom that was happening there? Um, I know you wouldn't know because you weren't here at the time, but I just found it interesting that some big companies, like Van Horn's not a small fish, were, were starting out at that time. And I guess because with the 70s, CN Tower was starting and there was a lot of infrastructure coming in. And I guess the Americans started seeing potential in Canada. And most of the time it would be in Ontario, Toronto based. So is that why like construction was going kind of heavy in the 70s? Uh, I think, I believe it's so, uh, especially when 1970, I was not here. But when we, we look at the construction, how it's getting bigger in Canada, it's grow up. Uh, we can see it's starting 90, late 1970s. Uh, beginning sorry middle 1970 they started you know all the big companies come to a most on 70 and late 80 that's where you can yeah, see that and yeah that's where the growth started coming yeah. and then when when did you come here to canada from turkey i come 2002 2002 yes so 2002 you come yeah you already had the job with van horn or no you, no, no no i when i come in here after six or seven months later i was looking for a job And I will find a Van Horn on the site, and I go work for Van Horn. What were you working in back home? I never worked for anything. I was a student. I come to this country. I never have any job. I don't know anything. And the language-wise, I don't know, too. 
when I come in 2002, it was very hard time for me. But uh, I think I make. I find it very interesting, and I've said this before, that Canadians that are born here have so much opportunity, they don't take advantage of it. But then you get an immigrant like yourself coming to this country, don't even know the ang- language, don't even know where to start, and here you are, the president of Van Horn. Like, I find that very, very fascinating. Like, do you see the, the Canadians here not realizing that there's so much potential here? Uh, exactly. What I see, too, same thing I, uh, I'm seeing, especially as new generation, too. A new generation come with all this technology, my kids. I can see that. They are lazy, more lazy. They have a... They don't don't worry, I said the same thing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they don't take this as advantage for themselves. And when we come to this country, we don't know language, we don't know anybody else. Uh, it was very hard to leave. Forget about the business, forget about to, to like have a, a just good life. We try to just survive. Try to survive. And I believe maybe that is make us more strong and on a successful road and make us more, more strong because we come, we see all the bad dates in our life. And I think that's make us more to work hard. I'm still working seven days a week. I don't know why. I cannot live a work as my big passion is love of what I'm doing. And I'm still working seven days to weeks. So when you got started, you applied, you became a site super. Yeah. How was the first week working for Van Horn? Hard. It was I really was hard? always scared to lose a job. Every day you were thinking that? Yeah. For Why? a couple of months. Because we don't know the country. We don't know the guys. We don't know the, uh, the work much. Who was the workforce? Like, I'm trying to get an idea back in 20, 2005, right? 2002. 2002. Yeah. So was it just a mixed bag of a bunch of different cultures? So obviously you had Portuguese, Italian. You had Europeans there. You had Eastern Europeans there. Exactly. You probably had Middle Easterns there as well. No so Middle East. I think I was the only one. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. So how is it for you to communicate? I mean, because No, my English was okay. Okay. Yeah, because before I come to here, I, I live in England for two years. Uh, my English is okay to... Just explain myself. But then the construction language now. Construction language was different. It's different there than it is here, right? So it's like, then you have to kind of, I guess, deal with the building codes there and and the permits and the way the government runs things here, right? Versus how it's run there. It's it's very different, but we try our best to just to get much we can. What was the first project that you jumped on? It was uh, some uh, library on uh, Scarborough. Okay. Yeah. How many square? Do you remember? Very small. Very small. Very small. It was pretty straightforward the way that. Uh, it is. It is was straightforward, but was hard for me. It's today maybe it's very easy job, but that day it was very hard for me. Just because you weren't completely comfortable with. With what I, I don't know the, anything about the construction that time, I just tried to learn. And I tried to serve myself to just to to survive, as. That job as was big opportunity for me. And uh, am I right that you started off as a, a plasterer, but it's next year stucco? After that, I, I left and I started to do the stucco business. I was in the stucco business for a long time. Oh, so how long did you stay as a site? Uh, uh, it's not la- that long, maybe it's, uh, over a year. Okay, and then you started the stucco and business. And after I left, I do a uh, stucco business for myself. And uh, they call it maple stucco and wall system as a... On a short time, Maple Stucco and Wall System is grow up one of the biggest stucco uh, company in North America. Okay, we have uh, almost two hundred people work out just f- uh, for stucco companies. A big That's numbers, big. Yeah. yeah, almost two hundred people work for Maple Stucco. Maple Stucco is uh, do job all over Ontario. 
anywhere, any street, and Oakville, it doesn't matter, any city, town, and Ontario, you go, we do the work. And uh, to take 2017, and I've been called for by my boss, and they want to sell the business. And that's how I come to be by the Van Horn uh, six years ago. So 2003 to 2017, stucco. Yes. Only stucco. No, I opened a couple of man- two, two manufacturing systems too. One is stair manufacturing, one is the molding manufacturing I opened up because it was part of the uh, wall system. And I will c- come to be very good on stucco and I want to open a site manufacturing. I don't just want to have a better um, opportunity to get more jobs. And I opened a tool manufacturing. You were manufacturing? Molding. Oh, so what kind of exterior moldings? Yeah, exterior moldings. Okay, so all right. So they were foam and... Yes. Uh, okay, foam and then c- concrete or whatever, plaster. Yes. Covered, right? And With then, the plaster, yeah. So you basically created the manufacturing for the stucco business that you were building already. Yes. And then what was the second one for? It was stairs. Exterior? Uh, no, internal. Interior stairs? Yes. So wood stairs? Wood stairs. Okay, so what did you know about stairs and what did you know about stuccoing? Uh, about stucco, I learned stucco because I started to work with stucco company. Yes. So yeah, I learned stucco from there, and that's how I do my business. And uh, for stairs, I do have a work with some a friend of mine, and we work together. And I was financing him, and he knows how to do stairs. That's how we go to uh, stairs business. It's good money in stairs, no? There's more money in stucco. I make money. No, I make a good money in stucco. I was no problem in stucco to make yeah. money. Yeah. Okay, all right. So now you, what was, when you were at Van Horn just working, what was the annual revenue for Van Horn at that time? Do you remember what that was at that time? Uh, just around 10 million. About 10 million annual, right? I don't want to say, uh, no, say no, no, anything no, about the money-wise. Yeah. Do you know offhand like how many projects they were doing? Uh, four, three, three, four projects, time five. And now you fast forward to 2017 and you're in a position to buy Van Horn? Yes. And you, okay, so... Is it all public knowledge how much that you bought it for? Or I don't no. know. No, it's not. It's so not you don't have to share it. But no. I mean, it was more than 10 million. Yeah. Obviously, right? But now you guys are 2023 going into 2024. Yes. How many projects happened this year? Uh, we're over 13, 14 projects a year right now. And if we look at the percentages wise, we grew up, up uh, 900% from 2017 to now, 2018 to now. Even during the pandemic years? Of, of course, we grew up. Wow. And then how? How did you do that? Passion, I think. Discipline. Yeah, but passion is one thing. But to go from, I can only assume, lots more than 10 million. And then you've got two and a half times more projects going on. And the projects are bigger. Yes. Because you guys do commercial, high-rise, resi. You do institutional, medical, uh, malls. Of course. You're doing all kinds of structure. And then you also do residential, just custom design, build residential as well. Yes. So it can't be just passion. (laughs) You got to tell me. I think, uh, you know, it's just no, um, if we take it just on myself, that's just for myself, I think it's a passion and discipline. But I think end of the day is is a teamwork. The crew. The teamwork, yeah. Uh, the after Van Horn is when I buy Van Horn with Hanover, key to us we just uh, we really work with the team. We change the system. We go to with the new technology, uh, software, uh, construction softwares. Uh, our team we uh, sales management coordination, 
controller has all got separate. We have do too many different divisions. We work a years almost. We work very hard to put all this team together. And I think one of them is passion, second is discipline, and third is our teamwork. So you had all those three things going for you. Yes. When you went in to buy the company, what was that like? Can you share how that was? Like, how do you wake up one day and go, I'm going to go buy the company? Uh, I don't wake up, go buy the company. I've been called after work to say, hey, if you're interesting, maybe. Or would you be interested? It would be interesting. And to be honest, that time I was, when I see, I was interesting. But when I buy, on a, because we have three, four months to uh, manage the company before we sign off. And I was... Uh, Get to, you know what well, I was not supposed to be in this business because I just said I was better life, better business. I make a good money. Why I'm here today? It was beginning is pains, a lot of stress on the beginning when we buy the company. But thanks God today I'm so happy what I buy and where I am, and I think we will be a grow up, keeping grow up next years. So when you came to Canada, that like, and you were working for Van Horn. Did you think that you would be in this position today? Like that many, you course, thought about it already? Of course I was planning to be on that. I, I, when I come to this country, when I start to work, when I set up to my life, I always think I will be the successful businessman in Canada. And I still think I'm in the beginning. And I think I'm still going to grow up I'm, I'm more. And I'm not just going to be like an international, um, uh, it's just in Ontario or in Canada, want to be international businessman and a global businessman. And I will keep uh, grow my business. So when did you start? Because you're also building back home in Turkey, right? Yes. What part of Turkey are you building? Istanbul and Bingol. I did in Bingol. We finished project already. But right now I'm in Istanbul. What was the projects that you did there? I in a, in, a, in a Bingol I do hundred forty unit on a Bingol in my city. Like a condo tower. Or condo. Okay. And right now I'm doing Istanbul. I have a three project going on on project on Istanbul right now. And I have a flight tomorrow to go to check what's yeah, going on. I go every that, month, so. yeah. Which is, it's a place that I would love to visit one day, not just for the coffee. There's lots of more things. Be my guest. <laughs> I would love to, but I, I guess what I want to know is the construction team there, is it much <coughs> different than the construction team here? Uh, you know, here is, I think is better. And Turkey is more hard to work with people. People is more, how to say, is no lazy but there's not that disciplines on there. So they just... Uh, they have a difficulty. That's difficulty I have in there. Here, people is a little bit more uh, disciplined, more better. Is And ethics-wise, is is better in here to work better than Istanbul. And uh, if you tell me the option, the best place to work, I will tell you Stronto. <laughs> so but I, over there it's it's not timber framing it's all concrete right it's all concrete it's all concrete, all concrete structure yeah yeah and that's how it's, it's just always going to be it's always been that way it's always going to be that way right i don't know why because in the earthquake uh, country i don't know why they put all these heavy things like a concrete to build with the concrete i don't know why they don't go to light frame like like steels or street structural uh, wood structural uh, but they always with the concrete and anything earthquake happen, I, I, I don't know what's going to be happened. It's, it's happened like a, in a February 6th was big earthquake happened this in year. Turkey. Yeah, last year. Yeah, this last year. Sorry. Okay, this yeah. year. And I don't know. They didn't take any lesson from their mistakes. They're still keeping uh, building with the concrete. And I'm not agree with them structural, to be honest. 
I think the better structure we have, either we know in the earthquake in Canada, we, we build a better the day. It's cause and effect. Like you yeah. look at what's going to happen, if it potentially is going to happen. I mean, I guess on the, you haven't built on the West Coast here in Canada. No, no. So in the West Coast, there's a lot more strict guidelines regarding seismic where you have to consider and build because of the potential of, of earthquakes, right? And yeah. movements. So that's, they just do that for that reason. Plus there's also more restrictions on weather and just tightness and waterproofing versus here in, in Toronto. But yeah, I mean, I agree with you that over there in Turkey, it would make sense to create stuff or even look at technology that's even from other parts of the country. Other parts of the world, yeah. That's using all that stuff. Exactly. that. But they don't, I don't know why. Maybe the cost, maybe the. that's why they do. It's more cheap. Don't miss out on huge savings. Visit goiguide.com slash shop and use promo code TCL podcast to get deep discounts on an iGuide system. Everyone loves swag and I love giving it away. So if you're listening and you're interested in learning more about iGuide, shoot me an email, rjohnston at planetar.com or a message on LinkedIn and I'll send you free swag just for saying hello. I've got free t-shirts and toques and I can't wait to give them away. I've also got special offers for TCL listeners, so it's worth your time to reach out. So how many employees do you have right now? Working uh, we have a, in office close to 35, 40 people working in the office. And then you have a bunch of crews that uh, are handling. Most of our work we subcontract. Yeah, of course. This yeah. is the way the high rise or just big commercial yes. projects they go, right? Exactly. But you're always looking for more employees, like a lot more people. Best employees. <laughs> because they want to come in, right? Of course. And then you guys recently got your certification for, uh, for safety, right? For core, yeah. Yeah, for core. Yes. How was that? We don't get a code. Just I think we got a code almost two years ago. Okay. It was take a time. Take a, I believe a, a more than a year's process to get a core certification. But I think we got a code almost two years ago. I'm just curious how that process is. So like, do you? No, you don't have to. Go. I, I was not involved myself. No, your site supers and everybody like. Everybody's in the office to site. Everybody was being training. I don't know how the process worked because I was not involved. What's the core rules regarding office stuff? I don't know, safety-wise in office. It doesn't matter. Every Either in office. Uh, no, I don't think so. It's office, I believe. Like paper cuts? Like what's going on? I don't understand. I, what. I was <laughs> not involved on, on a process. I don't know much about it. I just <laughs> see the logo and I see it's there and it's attached to a lot of companies. And I just wondering, okay, so what exactly is the process? As most I know for the site, but on the office, I don't know how the process is working because I was not involved. So when you got started, you never thought that you were going to be in construction, but now you're in construction? Or did you always think when you got started in construction? Because you came here and weren't in construction. No, no, I was not thinking about construction. I just what were you thinking about? What were you going to be? I don't know. I wanted to survive that time. I didn't think about anything, man. That's just an immigrant mentality. That's how I go back to the 70s. The same thing with my parents and when they came here and they moved. And a lot of other immigrants, they come here. It's survival at that point. That, that point, you don't look for a better life to... You just look for whatever opportunity it is. It doesn't matter if it's a tiny or a big one. You just look for opportunities. Hey, you just want to take a food on the table. That's all you That's all you want. Yeah, you think. But today, think nobody nobody's worried about food on a table right now. Because uh, Uber's delivering it. They don't deliver it today, yeah. <laughs> You're right. I'm just like, <laughs> I just want to, I, I don't think the hunger's there today. Uh, I'm great. No, I don't agree with you much, but for newcomers, for sure, they have that... Uh, mentality what we think what yeah. that day we yeah. have I think the f- for newcomers I would still say that the hunger is there for immigrants because I, I yes. met uh, an Albanian painter you know like I met him I'm going on seven years now came to this country no English no nothing learned English from watching YouTube videos and then learned the trade worked worked hard 
and looked at opportunity. He just, wherever he could, looked at opportunity, and he just kept on working. Started low pay, next to nothing, you know, small, tiny basement apartment, like just surviving. And now he's running a good business, and now he's actually expanding and doing other things as well, too. So the immigrant hunger is there. The Canadian homegrown is not there. Uh, this is always there because when we come in maybe 20 years ago say today is the same things okay yeah i think we were more hard worker immigrant or more hard worker you when you see uh, 1920 italian uh, after that the portuguese has built this country italian people do. now they are maybe retirement somebody maybe passed away already them kisses come to be now as a project manager they is the same thing for a new immigrant they take maybe 20 years 30 years to be on level what they're supposed to be or they want to be mm-hmm. and after that i hope my our kids is is you know they take this from this point and go more up or maybe they're gonna be lazy too they'll be same thing i don't know but new generation when i'm looking to is too lazy but when you're looking for anybody to work with you what is it specifically that you're looking for that they're they're interested in being in the in the industry and they're interested in working i'm i'm, I'm most think when i'm looking to, to hiring somebody i'm looking most they are interested to work or not. And second, I look for discipline. Third, I look for making sure they are loyal to company. Because everybody leaves for 50 yeah. cents here, 50 and cents there. when they learn something, they leave. You know, you don't want to spend a year to teach them and after somebody take it. Or you go somewhere else. And But we always try to uh, be very good with our employee. We don't want our employee leave it to our company, whatever we train, we want to keep it. And last 20 years, what I see, uh, I'm 19 years, I'm doing business. What I see is this. If people come start to work with me, they will move in, they live on two, three months, or they live for a long time. I have a people 15 years. They see years, the growth or they, they don't see the growth? They see the growth and they are loyal with the company too. They don't live, they stay with the company. They stay with the company or they leave very early, like two, three months they go. If they doesn't go in three months, they stay in the company for a long time. And it doesn't matter like what background, because I, it doesn't I, matter. We have what I like now in construction is that everybody is in construction now. It's not like back in, like you just said it earlier, like back in the 70s and 80s, I, I would say is mostly Portuguese, mostly Italian, Croatian. Like there's mostly those cultures were coming in at that time. But now it's everybody. I see everybody, which is nice to see. I like seeing that. That's that's very good. To be honest, it's very good. New immigrant coming, newcomer coming, different cultures. We learn different things from them. Yeah, and knowledge too, right? We we give it some knowledge, but we take some knowledge, them knowledge too. Of course. And I think that lately, uh, whatever I see, the people come newcomer, they have a lot of knowledge too. When twenty years ago, the people come from Turkey, they don't have a knowledge about the construction. Now people. Come and I see they have a lot of knowledge. There's better than us, some some people's. So, Zaki, give me a day in your life. Like, give me a Monday. Tell me, like, what your Monday is like. What time you wake up in the morning? 4.30 or 4.45. I'm at 4. It's good. Yeah. So, okay, so you start the day at 4, 4.30, okay. Four, four, just say for 5 o'clock, I have a coffee. By 5.30, I leave an office. And the more You first one at the office? First, I'm at the first and the last. I'm a f- open office and then I close the office. And if I don't do that, I think maybe that day I think I didn't do any work or I will feel like a guilty. 
So is it because you want the other people that work for the company to see that you're you care that much about the company that you're first and last? I don't care what they see. If I care about company, no, I really care about my company. I really have a, a love what I'm doing. I'm in love with my work more than everything's. But construction is not always perfect, Zeddy. Like the, there's ups and downs. There's problems. There's issues. Course, there's delays. There's weather. There's we've been we've been through to many problems. Every, like everybody, like every company, but it's more important thing is no straight word or is no perfect word in, in life, Oops. right? Yeah. What I like to deal as challenge with a problem when I have a result with a problem, like I got a result and make me more happy, and I don't care about how much money I make. I never look for money in my life. I never look for money. I have enough money to take home, put on my table for my kids for myself. Other than that, I don't think how much money I make it. And one thing I care about it, I can finish my job with, with on time, with the qualities. If I love my job, I think everybody loves my job. That's what I take it. Otherwise, I never think how much we make it, how much we lost. Who cares about money? As a credibility is the biggest money. And when you have that credibility, you have money too. Mm-hmm. And I think if you go after money, you will never ever be successful. You have a money maybe, or short time, or maybe long time, and the day you're gonna lose that money too. It's hard to tell people, especially in construction, to not go after money. It's just not the construction, any business. I think. No, no, I know any business. I just try to signal it out because it's construction, because it's a show year. But you're right, any business. If you if you're motivated by the dollar, then you're not going to succeed. Exactly. You won't be able to grow. You don't see the growth. You see the money only. You see the money, right? Of and you think that the money comes in, it's growing, and you think you're growing, but you're not growing. You could be growing a lot faster. It's a grow. It's not about money. I think grow about uh, what you make it. The person. The person and the value you make it. The value you bring it on the tables. It's just not about what money you. It is money. It's just a present of the view value you work for. Uh, people just think they are working for money. Honestly, I don't work for money. I work for to be the best company. I work for to be successful businessman. I work for to write a history. Hey, in my dad, my, I want my kids to say, hey, my dad come in this country as an immigrant. Now he's the biggest company in Canada. I want to hear this. Either you die, you don't take your money with you, but your name is more important than that. What's the reputation that Van Horn has on the street right now in the construction community? I think we have excellent reputation. Yeah, what do people, do you know, have you heard people say, what do they say about you? You never make 100% everybody happy. Oh, Lines over here. <laughs> just, that's how it happens. You but, can't. But it could be for uh, uh, different reasons. Like they they might not like you because you're succeeding, that you're doing better and you're working hard. Yes. They may not like you for that reason, right? I don't care if people like or not, but I, I want I care about one thing. I think I, if I do right, if I'm fair, if I just think equally and other than that, if I pay my bill, then I have a right to be disciplined. I don't... Uh, go over people work. I have a discipline day. I my work environment is very good, excellent, and I think my team understand. I we listen to our employee, we listen to our old managers, we listen to uh, people work for us. But in the day, we have a a role on day everybody follow. Yeah. And to be, you think is about the uh, reputation. I think when you do all these things, uh, you have a perfect reputation. I don't have a problem. Uh, if you say zero problem, no. Sometimes people no. don't. But all over, I think we have You'll a good You'll probably reputation. be nervous if there wasn't any problems because uh, you're yeah. here to solve the problems. Yeah. 
right? Okay, exactly. so I got to go back to the workday. 5.30, you're in the office. You start working. Yes. Then what happens? And I will come to office maybe around an hour, hour and a half. By 7, I leave uh, from office to go to job sites. You go to the job sites? I go to job sites. Boots and hard hat in hand? Every day. And I come back to office. I have an uh, hour or hour and a half. I have just... Uh, I'm talking to Turkey on online. Uh, what are they? Seven? No. Seven hours different. Seven hours. That's seven hours. Yeah. Di- before they get it close, I get all the report from them and the day. And go back to work daily, whatever. And my agenda, I never change it. I will stick with that and finish all my work. Everybody leave. I get ready for my next day again. Why do you go to the job sites every day? Because I want to see. Without the sea, I don't feel good. Uh, I know the job is, is but going good. But a lot of people good. in your position, this is how they see. They look at the paper. I want to feel. No, no, I'm in the same way. Yeah, the paper is, is a good, but I want to see. I want to feel it. Because I come from that field, and I want to see them. To be honest, I go to side, I'm, I'm more happy. I, and I can give a direction as better in the quality, better on the time. Uh, and I think I have a, a very good experience on the construction and i think i can move things uh, way better what i'm thinking what maybe people think i do and i've been proof all these things on the five six years on on construction uh, any job site i go uh, maybe people think or project manager think they kind of finish in six months i think i'll oh, take this two months because uh, and i always stick on that two months if the two months is two months is finished uh, we've been here things like a six months, eight months, uh, or two years job. I said, this is one year's job. And we finished in one year. How, how, how hard was it for you, though, Zeddy, to, to, to figure out how long things would take? Because not everything is perfect and everything, there's delays, there's certain things that happen. But you, it sounds like you got projects on time, delivered, finished, all that stuff that it worked out well. How hard was it to get to that point? It was very hard. Yeah. It was very hard. Believe me, we something we didn't know. We've been given by the project manager wrong information. Uh, you know, you when you don't on a control hundred percent or you don't know hundred percent, you always sometimes you can be with the fit with the different with the wrong information too. Uh, that was uh, one or two years was you know a nightmare for me, but I never give up. I always working hard to try to learn, try to learn or try to. Make a shot to minimize all the problem, minimize all the risk. What's the favorite part of construction that you like? What's the one thing that you always like, that you look forward to on any project? Quality. Just the quality? Just quality. seeing the quality? I want to see the qualities. That's it. Doesn't matter which detail, which stage, whatever. It just uh, is, is quality day. Everything will be there. Schedule and qualities. That's, that's so, the, so the, the team that plans everything, the team yes. that schedules everybody. The, the work that gets started, the demolition, and just getting out of the hole, everything. Just everything. Everything done properly. That's what I say. Quality and schedule is more important thing than construction. That's what I believe. That's what I love. How is it dealing with the city? Because it's challenging these days with the city. Approvals and all kinds of things. No? Or is uh, it easy? You tell me if it's easy. Is is easy. I don't think so. Is anything as, as hard with the city too. Maybe it's time-wise is long. Mm-hmm. But nobody give you a hard time. At this, you know, if they say six months, they finish six and a half months or seven months or fin- five and a half months. I don't think so. That's a problem. You just it's slow. Yeah. It's a slow. I complain about the time, but slow, but it, it works right. 
why is this so like I, I was actually surprised to see you're attached to so many associations like lots of associations what no no just like you know you you, you have the toronto construction association the berry construction association canadian terion vaughn chamber canb uh new brunswick and moncton Calgary, Alberta, we build Ontario, British Columbia, like so many associations. We want to be part of the all association to be making sure we know the market, we know what market going on, we know what kind of job has come to market, and we want to, this is as other network, right, for business, and I think this has helped our business too. So that's, so it's basically getting familiar with the neighborhood yes. that you want to build in. Exactly. So you've built in all these areas. I don't build no, in every not a west, west, west. But No, every areas, but I want to know what kind of job is coming in every areas, what type of job is it. If any job, I like it, I want to uh, price it. If uh, that's, that's the case, to know the, the project going on, I know the communities, to know, the, to other, otherwise it's, it's just a network, right? Then it just makes your job a lot easier if you get familiar with what's going on there. Yeah, if you know is information is it's key. It's key so i just um where do you want to go now like if you've already accomplished so much in taking van horn from like one place to uh, to what it is today what's it going to be tomorrow like how is it going to be next, five years from now? next five years i want to be the global company i want to be the biggest company in the global wise so what are the countries you're looking at uh, outside Europe, of? uh 2024 april may i'm looking for to open an office in Europe too. Which countries are attractive to you right now? Uh, right now, I'm thinking maybe uh, Netherlands or Germany. And just do the same model and same go models, there? Same models. Are you bringing people from here to there? Are you working? Uh, we take all our, uh, what software we technology we use for our company here. I want to take the same thing in there, but I want to get the people from there. What about, okay, so I know that you've spoken a lot about technology-wise and regarding the systems and getting everything in place, so then that's how you improve the business. Um, what about the future of construction? Are you going to start looking at doing modular, start getting into prefabs or all kinds of things like that, or that's not an option for, for Van Horn? It is the option. I'm, I'm working on something like this right now. Uh, I just tried to, build a, uh, to purchase a building today. Uh, I'm planning something on the manufacturing modular system for the future. Uh, I cannot explain everything about that business, no, what no, is it, but yeah. I'm, I'm planning something on the future for this type of business. So the concrete aggregates and construction industry is always evolving. With an ever-changing industry, it's crucial to stay up to date on the latest technology and techniques. Come to the Canadian Concrete Expo to keep your skills sharp and upgrade your knowledge to meet the needs of today's market. The Canadian Concrete Expo offers over 40 conference sessions, certification courses, stage presentations, and live large equipment demos all in one convenient location. February 14th and 15th at the International Centre in Toronto. If you haven't looked it up yet, go to the CanadianConcreteExpo.com and sign up for the newsletter to get special show offers direct to your inbox. I'm trying to, <laughs> still trying to wrap myself. How do you, not necessarily wake up one day, but how do you prepare yourself for a week or a month, whatever, to like, I'm going to be buying a, a building today? How do you, how do you do that? Is it as easy as just I'm gonna go and buy a coat or I'm gonna no, buy a no, car? No, no, like no. We have a, we we do our work uh, in-house work for first. We do the all uh, looking all the 
risk. We have our risk management to look all everything first. When this has come to be like, a, uh, it's okay now. We can move forward for the, this project or for this type work or whatever. And after that, we'll, we'll take action to go. I'm no say, hey, I'm going to go buy this or that doesn't work that no, way. You're researching it. We're researching. Into it. We do our homework first and yes. before we, we move forward. Because then that way you can give all of yourself into working that of project. Of course, we right? have to know the market, how it works. We, 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 we look at, uh, especially on exit plan, what is the risks we have on there. We look at all these things before we move forward. I get the sense that you built Van Horn a certain way where you just keep on trying to figure out what the solutions are, but you're not looking at how everybody's doing everything else. We have all this division they work. We have a marketing sales marketing division separate. We have a, uh, any uh, work we do, we have a different division to work for them. When they get a the report, when we do our research, research come on the table, we have a meeting, and after that I know about what we have to do, how we act, how we're going to have a result or how we're going to get it. That's how I'm, I'll be involved. Otherwise, I tell them I want to do this, but I, hey, tell my team I want to open a manufacturing system, but this manufacturing system. I give it to one or two guys. They, they do all the research. They bring a report to me. And after we have a meeting, and after I, we be, I'll be involved. That's how we work. Okay. I'm not be involved in every details, yeah. but I'll be involved to give them guidelines how they go. Now, did you write a book? Yes. The, st- the sex story, right? Like your, your story, basically. As I don't write this, uh, my books as a biography of myself. Uh, somebody else write that books, uh, but I have a big ro- biography to be written by the somebody in Turkey. Yeah, and that's your story, right? Yes, that's, that's it is my story, yeah. Okay, I was just I was fascinated by it, right? Because the, the story is what's interesting, how you came here and built what you built and, and started as an employee and then became the president, right? Yes. But that's part of the, the story, the book, right? Exactly, that's... I find that fascinating. <laughs> I hope I have an English one to give it to you, but I don't have it. Oh, it's, it's only in Turkish, yeah? It's only Turkish, but we're going to uh, translate it by uh, February 2024. Well, because I'm sure that there's a lot of other language people here in Canada would want to read that story. I just want to uh, get a uh, couple language to translate in a couple language. But the book has been in Turkey and almost everywhere. I know, because you had this quote, right? Entrepreneurship is believing, being as brave as you believe. But not everybody's like that these days. Why do you think they're not like that these days? They are too comfortable. So it's comfort. Yes. This comfort level is good enough for them. That's what they think. I agree with you. 100% I agree with you. It's a shame, but I guess nobody wants to get uncomfortable. You know what? Is anything you, you look at the comfortable. If you don't pass your comfortable zone, you don't, you always stay on your comfortable zoning. You never change. Things not changing. If you want to pass that, if you go something different, and that's how you can change the world or how you can change your life. If you have only dream for yourself to change it, to make some money, that's why we just beginning we talk. There's nothing changing in your life. Yeah. But you want to write a story about yourself, then you can change a thing because you get out your comfort zone. That's, I think, is more important things. You live a comfort things and behind you pick up the more problem and get a result on that problem and you enjoy to do this maybe you take too many risks but much risk you take much you win 
But you have, I mean, I'm sure you've taken some risks that didn't work out perfectly, but then you still figured out a solution for that, right? Always, you're not going to be successful while you're planning. But everything, maybe you don't successful, but teaching you something is, of course. is we say to till 40, we are, you know, put things together. We are smart. We put things together, but we have experience. Is that we don't lose anything. We get experience from that. And next thing when we do it, with our experience, we can be better. I wish I had this mind that 20 years ago, who knows what I am today was be. It's 20 years you ago. You didn't think that you had that mindset 20 years ago? I don't have this, ex this experience. I don't have it. Maybe I have some target, but I don't, I don't, ha I don't know how I figure out to go there. But Okay. In any any time you work more hard or you open one door, they open another door for you. And end of the day we see is a successful in here on the table. But if I have this mindset 20 years ago, maybe I didn't go through to uh, a lot of pains. Maybe I have a, I go yeah, to- but Maybe you're supposed to go through the pain. Yeah. Because I've always told the kids, just take the pain. I, I enjoy to take a pain. I don't know why. Just take it. I take it. Honestly, Ta I taking take the pain <laughs> is what makes you grow, right? I think so. But a lot of people are afraid to take the pain. They'd rather go back to what you just said about comfort. They'd rather be comfortable at that point. But it's the same thing with the younger generation getting into construction. They don't want the harder jobs. They want the easier jobs. So probably the back-end jobs, the more finishing jobs, instead of the hard concrete or excavating. Or I think crane. this is the, f the parents. I think that... Has the something to do with that. Yeah. yeah, I think something to do with the parents. Parents doesn't, I think, don't let them kiss go to on a um, hard way to learn. And I don't want to, uh, my kids think uh, I work very hard the rest of my life, uh, work seven days a week because, of course, I work for my family. But I don't want to think, oh, you know, one my diet is going to one day is retired or passed away, is gone. This money I have enough. No, no, no. I will not leave all this money to them. I want to make a sure they are working. I have my uh, son, 16 years old, 17 years old. Uh, the day he doesn't go to school, I, I will take him to work. And I give a $500 a month, that's all. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> For 17 years old kids, is now maybe, it's not a lot, but I think what he worked for him, $500 is enough for him. And I want to he learn to work and how life is hard. Who cares? You, I don't care about $500. Can give it you kiss everything. You it's give you kiss your life. Numbers, not the point yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. there's a point to just you learn yeah. to get that pain, to get that discipline, to make it sure. I want to make it sure my kids know the life is not easy. If you stay in your comfort zone, it will be uh, same. I just want he push it that. I just want to he really get out of that comfort zone and push something and do better than me. I come in this country as an immigrant, uh, speak language less, don't know anything about the country, know the culture. And we push everything hard to set up everything in this country. And we come to be successful and we work very hard because we really get out of our comfort zone and we really get a pain. And now without the pain, I think I, do, I cannot leave. I have to, either everything going good in the company, I have to open another things to do something else. That's, that's how <laughs> it's come to be experience for me to get a pain from the life and learn and uh, solution all the problem with, with the, that way. Has he shown an interest in the industry, your son? Yes. He has, huh? Yeah, he has. Okay. Cause he, and has he shown the interest to the point that you, 
he might take it to a new level? I always try to s- the dream I have. Maybe uh, my life not be enough for him. I try to teach him. He gotta pick up from some point and take it from there and uh, reach my dreams. I'm sure that he has friends that maybe have parents that have nothing to do with construction, and he might be hearing conversations that say you don't, you shouldn't get into construction. Maybe, maybe you should become something else—a doctor, lawyer, whatever it is, right? But I'm sure that happens. Doesn't that happen in like his circle of friends? I don't mind. You come to be lawyer, or come to be the doctor, or come to be businessman, whatever. End the day, I want to do his own business. Yeah. And but when he come his own business, I have a construction business already there. And he can do that. I I I have a condition with them. Uh, one of my boy want to play in basketball. One of them want to be lawyer. I said that's fine. You can be, but that's a business you can follow to do it, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I've been working twenty years very hard. All pains after all this pain, I want this company. It doesn't die with me. It have be forever and day. Zed, let me ask you a question. If you came here and you didn't have all this hardship, and you didn't try to survive and you didn't just f- stay focused on having food on the table you either had someone or family helping you out and made things a lot easier would you own this company today no i don't you wouldn't so. own this company today i don't think so i think i will be the whatever the people in the comfort zone i think i will be in day too. maybe i push a little bit because i love to do the business from the beginning when I was 15, 16 years old, I've been, I never get the money from my parents after 15 years old. I, my study, I always pay my study. I never take money from my parents. But on, if not that pain, I'll be here today. I don't know. Maybe yes, maybe not that much. We don't know for sure. We right? don't know. Yeah. But I was hard work. I, I, I was a, have a business mind from when I'm 15 years old. I, I do business. Who's doing some interesting things in construction around the world that you... Because I, I get the sense that you're the kind of individual that you do your homework, that yeah. you're paying attention to other people, not necessarily just in Toronto, but maybe across the country, maybe in the US, maybe in Europe, maybe in Australia, maybe all over. To be honest, I, I'm thinking this way. I want to be the, a role model. I don't mm. want to model everybody in here. Yeah, I want to yeah, be yeah. the models. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. But you do you also go to all the trade shows and take a look at what's going on and... Uh, last uh, one year, one year I didn't go anywhere because I was busy in Turkey too. I do some then the business and I was involved with the running for MP, and that's why I was. Uh, oh, you're saving. running for MP. Yes. Oh, so there's a whole political side of things now. Yes. How was that? Was that fun or more <laughs> challenging? It's more challenging. <laughs> more risky. <laughs> uh, how to say? It's more challenge. More challenge. It's more challenge. Uh, teach me a lot of things. I think. I'm 43 years old. I think in the 43 years, what I learned, I will learn in five months. That's what I just think. I think it's teaching me a lot of things. I think I, I maybe I, I was not elected as a MP, but I think I, on you experience things-wise, I think I win a lot of things. You're going to go again? Uh, yes. Interesting. Four years from now, maybe. Or maybe sooner. We'll see what happens. Never know. It doesn't have to be that position. It could be something else. Uh, that position maybe <laughs> <laughs> why do you want to do that because you want to be a part of changing things like you want to be a part of the group of people that actually makes these moves these changes is that the idea I want to uh, 
in uh, 20 years, 21 years, I'm living out of my country. I, I love Canada so much. And I think my own first country, first is here. Second home, I think, is Turkey. And I think uh, still I'm connect. Uh, and I want to, on that over 20 years experience, what I learned, I go over over world myself. I travel a lot. Uh, whatever I learned myself, I want to make a show. I take this to my country, this experience. Mm -hmm. That's the one of my dream. Like the stick framing. Yes. <laughs> seismic frame, uh, seismic details, all kinds of stuff. You could bring it back home there and do yeah, it there. Because I go all over the world and I have a lot of experience. And work-wise, uh, what I see, I uh, from democracy to construction, doesn't matter. Whatever I've been see. I want to take this experience to my country too. You ever gonna take a break? Okay. No breaks. No no breaks allowed. Nobody like seven days a week, always working. Four thirty in the morning. Listen, I work seven days a week. Continuous. That's a lot. No. Yeah. And in uh, just Sunday morning, I have a breakfast with my families, and uh, sometimes twice a week, I go out dinner with families. And uh, I try to give them a family quality time, no a lot of time, but quality times. <laughs> and other than that, I'm working. Either Sunday by 10, 30, 11, I'm in my office at the work. I visit the job site. Maybe in the week is far, I didn't go to site. I want to go see on Sunday. I want every week to see what's going on my site. Just to what figure out what you can do better? Like to figure out... I just feel better. Mm. I I believe in my team, they do good, but I just want to see the job site and I feel more better, more comfortable. Do you ever do any work at home? No, you no. hire people. No. You manage people to do stuff at home. I, when was the last time you did anything at home? Like I never do a do project, nothing? I built my own house. But you build your own, yeah. Yeah, I built my own house, yeah. Okay. Uh, but I never do any work at home. <laughs> I never go shopping. I never do anything. I don't Did know. Didn't pick anything. Design. Nobody left that all out. To other no, people. I designed my home. You designed the home. Okay. I designed the home either internal. I do everything design in home, include the furniture. I do everything, but other than that, I never know anything about home. I don't do anything. Is it the same feeling though when you're in your buildings that you're building for people than the homes you build for people that when you walk into your own home, it's the same. Quality, everything's the same. Believe me, I doesn't I, change. Believe me, it's the same quality. I never think about money. Uh, either sometimes we, my project manager tell me this is not included our job. I said doesn't matter. Uh, something I don't like, uh, I don't expect anybody like, and I want to feel uh, is either we lose money or we don't price for something. I really want this things to be quality. Is there okay? Uh, the people doesn't see me. Maybe they don't understand the construction. We do work for them. But I still feel like to do the best for them because they don't know. Mm -hmm. Is I think when you do cheating on the work, you cheat yourself and you lose uh, honesty, you lose uh, discipline, you lose ethic-wise. That's why you need to real uh, work on the qualities. If you work in the trades, maybe you're a plumber, a framer, or an electrician, you need to check out Black Ladder Workwear. Their work clothes are tough, functional, and durable, much like you might find in high-end outdoor gear, but it's designed specifically for work in the trades. They put a ton of intentional thought into their products, everything from knee pad inserts, zip-off utility pockets, and reinforced inseams. They've got it all. 
Visit blackladder.ca forward slash en forward slash TCL to learn more and take 15% off your order by using code TCL at the checkout. People know or they, they understand or they don't understand, doesn't matter anything. You make sure you'll be always be involved with this to be qualities. What do you say to people that say construction today has gotten very, very expensive? It's a lot more expensive. They took advantage, I guess, of the pandemic years and they just did the material <coughs> costs, the whole infrastructure, manufacturing, just everything went through the roof. You know what? Uh, we talk about the comfort zone, right? We talk about the people in Canada that are lazy sometimes. Some people. No, or Not all. No, some. some. Yeah. <laughs> we have to thank you to what we live. You have to thank you what you live, okay? Mm-hmm. The Canadian right now is interest rate what? 6%. You know what is interest rate the country I've born? It's 35%. Really, yeah? It's 35% and you have to increase to 40 before end of this month. Wow. It's 35%. You can how to think about that people how to live. We complain about 5%. We, talk, we think about the ex- expensive inflation. The Turkey, I have, believe me, is a 300% maybe. Some, some things is 300% inflation on that. 64 or 69% is the government say 69% inflation for one year. Wow. And we talk about it 4%. And we still think it's expensive. Can we just thank you while we live, while yeah, we have? perspective. Yeah. What we have, we have to be appreciated. We have to thank you while we live, you know. is is more important thing we don't see other side of the world. Yeah. It's expensive and anywhere in the world. I think we are no expensive. I think we live at the best. And we live at the best country. And we always have to thank you. Still plenty of opportunity here? Lots of opportunities. Lot of opportunities here. Always opportunity was here and still opportunity. And I believe that, that opportunity maybe it be another hundred years. We never know a lot of opportunity in this country. If you want to work, if you want to be rich, if you want to be successful, if you want to really make something, I think that's a country. You can make it. I want to know more about the projects that you're working on right now. Well, right now we work on a project on the condominium projects. We work on a uh, a big schools projects. We work on a big retirement homes. We work on a, a couple university. We work on a yeah, that's right. You guys did we uh, work recently. On you did a Humber College. You did Ryerson, my old school. Yeah, I do Ryerson. I Ryerson we do uh, Humber College right now. I do work on a UFT on the King City. Okay, campus. Uh, right now I'm doing um, shelters for uh, Peel Region on the Mississauga. And Brampton, I do same thing, shelter on there too. I do a UFT, another work in downtown Toronto. I do work in Niagara Falls for uh, shelter too, I believe that's shelter too. And we do uh, one of the biggest uh, school in Canada from uh, 1 to grade 12 in uh, Paris Sound. Really, yeah? Yes, and I do one of the big retirement home right now uh, in uh, Nepani. We do a lot of work. So then when you get the crews and everybody, are you getting local crews to or people? No, most we, the subcontract, we know we want to work with them. Uh, most of people is can go, uh, maybe over 50% people go from Toronto to out to do all this work too. To do the travel. And we find some people in there. If we trust subcontract, they can do work. We get it from there too. What's some of the best uh, business tips that you can give our listeners like 
if they're running a small little construction business, because I've always said to them that your small business can be a big business like Van Horn kind of thing. You can just grow it, right? It's just there's ways of doing it. But what can you what share? Can I want to, if I want to start to do business today, I will be do the drywall maybe to get a bigger on the drywall and maybe the concrete forming work and the brickwork. I think we need a lot of people in the brick, especially. I think we'll be in a trouble we're gonna we're already in trouble i think we're gonna be in trouble we need to watch about the, just this heavy work especially the stone brick missionary works block i think we need to get a newcomer new immigrant to especially that and i think our union in canada there's they are most looking for them pocket they don't think about whatever people coming here and i think they don't help a newcomer they always try to be small community to try to control i think Anything, no for the country or no for industry, they think about them pocket. That's what I feel. I agree with you. And there's only been a handful of people that I know personally that I've met either on the show or on job sites that when they were younger, 17 or 18, 19 years old, they went online and they looked at the list of which ones that people weren't picking. Brick Mason was one of them. Yes. And so if you're getting into concrete and brick masonry, roofing things like that you're going to have lots of opportunity there's lots of work out there and if you want to actually do good quality work you'll get a lot of opportunity from there 100 percent. yeah then the money comes it's just it shows up after the fact right exactly but everybody's always the other way it's the cart before the horse kind of thing it's like they want the money it's more hard job I right deserve right yeah but they i think the people on this tra type trade that they continue to work on there they will make a good money and they will be big companies in future too is there something that you haven't built yet that you want to build in Canada? A building, something? No. Airport? Airport, no? maybe. <laughs> I do work for Defense Concession Canada. And really? Airport, yeah. And, um, but I want to build a big airport, but I don't think so Canada have a, any place to <laughs> build an airport They're not right renovating now. Pearson anytime no. soon. No. I don't know where else you can go. but um, Maybe overseas, maybe international. We never know. You know what I'd love for you to build because I've said it on the show before is like why can't we have a train system that goes from one end of the country to the other end like bring the European mentality of train system over to Canada I think is a community and culture that doesn't allow us right now for that in Turkey they do too uh, they do like a fast training it doesn't work people like to take a bus or take a uh, flight would you not take a train from one end of Canada I love to the it. other and see I love the whole it. country as a trip? I love like it. Once a year or something. I love it. Yeah. I do in Europe. When I go to Europe, I want to take a train. Because it's there. The it's more safe, more uh, comfortable, and you see the view too, right? And somebody's Any time of year. You know how beautiful it would be to go across this country in the wintertime, in the fall time, springtime, summertime. I think this is, is, is working this. I don't know. Is working this country or no, but. I think they're supposed to be. Either doesn't work, supposed to be. At least for tourism. I just think that it's. It. I think their mindset. Um, it's it's going to be too expensive, for today's rates. That's how it's. Uh, because you know, I don't know if you know. About I don't think so. It's too much. I think as a politics, a politician look at this way. He say, "Hey, lot of work already. Lot of work. I can either survive to do this. That why I have to open another subject in here to just do the train from west to east or." whatever uh, they they have a lot of work they they want to deal with whatever in hand i mean like you see lots of people go to turkey for tourism yeah they go there for the culture to see the history to see the people experience everything there 
Canada should be doing that. Like when you start hearing about Canada being the most global melting pot, there's the most amount of cultures are in this one country, yeah. more than the U.S., more in Canada, right, than the U.S. And it's just like, why can't we bring more tourism opportunities to this country? For example, a train that would go across the entire country into each province, each territory. So I get it that it would be extremely expensive to build it right now because it would just, the, the rates would cost so much. But I mean, that's an opportunity that the government should look at and go, we should do this because it would invite other countries to come and visit our country. Yeah. And then they would spend tourism dollars. So then all of a sudden you're, you're that's how Europe, everybody there survives that way. You like, know, anywhere in, you know, where you go, the people know about the Niagara Falls. Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's the one thing. CN Tower, Niagara Falls. Yeah. CN Tower, <laughs> Tower, not that much, but Niagara Falls. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I agree with you. Why not? We have to open a more tourism, more tourism people coming in, more foreign people money coming to country as economy get a better too a lot of country in the world if no tourism they are go to bankruptcy yeah we have an opportunity but we don't do it i agree but i think there's a lot of construction work in the hand and they try to to work on this well, first we could always use with more construction work to bring more people in to work on it and pay them a good rate give them a good job then they provide and then they hungry and they build and they provide for their family and they do all so it's like this it, it, it happens all the time it's like a circle at that point we can't just say that there's too much work already right now we should stop uh, that's what i'm thinking maybe yeah, maybe that's their thought process but i disagree with them i me too i did i'm not agree with that what they yeah i'm agree always to grow up but maybe that's what they think and that's what I'm, i believe what do you think this city is going to look like 20, 30 years from now? You're still going to be around. So, I mean, I, I, the reason I'm I bring it up is because you've built banks and you've built libraries and you built, and these are two structures that are slowly disappearing in today's time where not a lot of people are going physically into a bank branch anymore. So these buildings are going to be converted into something else. Libraries are almost the same thing. You're only keeping a few of them because of the history of the building, but regarding new ones being built, that's very rare. I'm just trying to figure out whenever I'm in the downtown core and I'm driving around, I always in the back of my head going, that used to be a parking lot. That used to be a parking lot. That was a, a one building that they demolished it and made it into a different building. What do you think it's going to look like 20, 30 years from now? I just think as office building, because whatever anybody invests in the office building, they will bankruptcy. They yeah. go to bankruptcy. That's what I believe. Yeah. And I think people most going to work with technology and home. And a lot of, a technology a lot of job people they lose a job because of technology is the robot whatever come to our life it will be more uh to work from home or work with the technology and i think industrial building it will be more like a just depot wise just industrial all building i think next five ten years we will see a lot of industrial building coming up because amazon take over Office is gone. Technology is get to change. Our world is gonna get to change. We will be facing with a lot of things, and we need to educate ourselves. We need to be educated, and we really need to work with the new technology, with the new generation. How is go? And if you don't change yourself, then you go. You're out. Then you'll be changed at that point. They will change you. Yeah, that's just the bottom line. I and they they really will change you if you don't change. If you don't take this. If you don't see this technology, a new generation, and how the world is going to, you know, be in the business. If you see that, you will be strong in the business too. 
There's nothing about construction that you don't like. No, I love a construction. Nothing at all. Nothing. The porta potties. Nothing. No, nothing. I love a construction. In winter, I love a cold and construction. That's more difficult and teach freezing us rain on a construction. Doesn't site. matter. You know, everything <laughs> has some BD, right? No, oh, no, you, I know, right? Because I honestly, it could be the worst day ever, weather-wise. I never. But I never still I'll, I'll be very honest with you. I love everything about the construction. I love it. I have a passion about construction. I've been built all my life with that, and I love it. It's not about a raining day or bad day, whatever. I love it, man. And the day, if I, I, I don't know anything else. I know construction, right? <laughs> <laughs> what else do I want to ask you before we get wrapped it up? Did we cover it? I know you, okay, the other thing I want to ask you is about sustainability. I know you're getting very conscious about building things right, green, and, and like you're looking at new technology, new ideas, and where are you getting all that insight from? You're working with other people from within Canada, outside Canada? I, I do work with some people about the green, about the technology, and I read too much. I educate myself too much. And I need, I think this world needs to be go on the green. And we need to be catching the, uh, the technology right now is grow up very fast. And I think uh, we are so slow. A new generation is very smart. And I think we need to be part of that life. And next, if we don't educate ourselves if we, on the green, on the technology, if we don't catch this, believe me, we look like... Uh, uh, Next 10 years, we will be in trouble. We will be in trouble. A lot of people nowadays are saying we're in trouble right now. Next 10 years is more. It's going to be worse. Yeah, maybe we live with robots. We don't know. That's five years from now, we don't know where we are. As, uh, when you look at the last five, six years on technology, a lot of things has changed. Lots. A lot of things has changed. And like also a lot of things in construction has changed. Too. Oh yeah, technology is coming to be our life too. In the in the construction is is getting more easy. Life is technology is making life easy too, right? On construction twenty years ago, today it's way different, and they they really grow up too on the construction side and special technology, on like I believe in China was two thousand nineteen COVID they put. A, Hospital in uh, what twenty four hours? Yeah, I saw some of those structures. Just like something like that, because yeah. the planning and the way it was all designed, and I mean, like they're doing some things right there. Like, the, why can't we pay attention to some of those things and figure out how can we apply that here? They're the ones that are leading when it's when they need to rebuild an overpass or rebuild a section of a highway. They do it over a weekend, so it's like you don't even see that it was repaired. It just is repaired. It's done at that point. So it's like if we can kind of do that homework. And I'm kind of glad that you went and tried to become an MP and get that position because I personally don't know of any political person in Canada that has any construction experience. You know what I mean? And yes. I think that we need more people that have construction experience in positions of political power because then now you can understand how they can streamline things and move things faster. Because I agree with you, like earlier on, you, on the show, you said that the delays are coming from them because they're just being political at that point. They're not speeding things up for the purpose of construction. So if we had more people that had hard hats before they put on a suit, it might be better for us in the end. I believe that any politician have to be business people. They have to be, but the majority of them are not. They don't want to because it's hard work, right? It's because they, okay, you know what's funny that you say that? They didn't, they comfort. I don't know how many of them struggled to get to that position where they're in. I don't think so, anyone. Maybe 1%, 2%. I don't 
I don't know. I don't know for a fact, but I just don't see any of them. I don't know how many immigrants are there. I don't know how many of them struggled, came here and started from scratch. I had nothing, suitcase, and started a life. I don't know how many of them are like that. It's, it's maybe 1%. I don't know. But if we had more of those people in that position to, to move construction, every country just moves forward. About because the technology. It's, about it's and a, and a different business, right? It's, yeah, it's the whole thing. a different thing. business. That's what I say. And I really li- like to love is in any country the business people to be like a, and technology can be on a different manufacturing can be in a construction this type of people being a politician they know all the pain how it's coming right doesn't matter in tourism on health is this type of people we need to have a see on a politician that's why I know people just sit on table every day they see the paper where you show me in the beginning say the paper here most people want to look at the paper yeah so easy and sit on the tables What's the prerequisite to be a politician? I mean, I know a lot of them come from lawyer or legal, come from, I guess, just economics, maybe. But I don't know how many of them actually are business owners who started something. Uh, I don't know. I have to ask Trudeau. You got to get more people that have experienced this at this level because we know that if... If if they continue running the country the way they've been running it, not like a business. If it was your, if it was Van Horn, Van Horn wouldn't be here anymore. That's just a fact, right? Because exactly. you can't be building any business that way. There's no way to build anyway. Yeah. I think I covered everything. Is there anything else that we? I think we covered everything. It's just uh, and the only reason I bring up that is it's like I don't want to get too political because I don't want the show to get canceled or whatever. But I want to appreciate totally appreciate your time for coming in here and. And making this happen i got the 10 questions to ask you they're not hard questions they're simple questions but i uh, i'm very impressed with what you've done with van horn what you've taken it because i knew of it being a smaller entity at the very not too long ago and now when i look at it it's a monster now not a negative it's 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 growth you know what i'm saying it's it's yes. if you're if you're a tradesperson getting into the industry and you're getting started you're a company that you should be considering working for because you're not, like you said earlier, you're not only going to be working for them, you might not like that culture, that company culture, but you're going to also p- potentially see the potential behind working for them and where you can grow. No different than how you grow. And, and I totally have a lot of respect for you that you still show up on the job site and have the hard hat and have the boots on the ground because that says a lot. That says a lot to the people, all the little people, so to speak, and not in my eyes, they're not little, all the ones that are actually swinging the hammer, moving the, the forms, uh, guiding the cement trucks, like all that stuff. Like there's a, a bunch of people that are doing that that are just as important as the people who actually set up the deal. You know what I mean? Setting up the deal is challenging, but building is also challenging. So life is challenging. Yeah. All right, ready for these questions? What can question? Go ahead. <laughs> what everyday sound brings you joy? Zeki. My dog. What I, kind of dog? German Shepherd. Male or female? Female. How old? Five years old. Oh, puppy still. No. Uh, what's your favorite beverage? Turkish coffee. What is your least favorite tool? Could be anything. It doesn't have to be a construction tool. Hammer drill. What turns you on creatively? What excites you? Excites me is uh, work, technology. Technology? <laughs> Um, I think it gives something. What uh, what um, what word or concept is everybody overusing these days? What's the saying that people are saying these days that you just hundred percent? 
That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been swearing here, but I've got a question here. What's your favorite curse word? Well, you don't have to swear if you don't want to swear. But if you want to swear in Turkish. God damn it. <laughs> what's your favorite vehicle in the entire world? Anything. BMW. Any Which model? Uh, I drive a, a um, X6. What do you miss from your childhood? I really miss my village with uh, my childhood friends. And maybe Are you the only one that immigrated here? The, I'm an immigrant here, but I'm born in Turkey, right? No, 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 but you're the only one that came here? The rest. I of have a one friend here. Okay. Only one. Oh, that's it, huh? Yeah. Everybody else stayed behind. Yeah. Uh, if you could uh, master another skill outside of what you're doing right now, what would it be? What else do you want to do in life? I want Other than construction. Other than construction, I want to uh, do the uh, manufacturing system, to be honest. Okay. Last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at those pearly gates? Oh, I want to say I'm a good family man. And I said I want to say I was a hardworking man. I want to say I was honest. I was true. I always... Uh, be try to be a good person. That's all you got to say. Zaki, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I for appreciate you coming in here and sharing what, you, what you've accomplished. It's, uh, it's amazing. I love it. I love hearing stories like that. So. Thank you, many having me here. Thank okay. you so much. Everybody can reach out. Uh, Van Horn uh, Construction Limited, uh, www.vanhorn.ca. And then the email again is uh, zmert at vanhorn.ca. And on social media is vanhorn.ca. That's it. We're done. Thank you. Thanks very much. Thank Angelina Radier.